0: Hi, welcome to Hearthstone Legal. This is Season 2. Season 1 was our Toolbox Tuesday episodes, targeted towards our builder clients. Um, Season 2 is our Owner's Hour, so this is for all of you out there who own a house, are thinking about building a house, doing some renovations. Um, This is your time, this is your season, so let's get into it. Hearthstone Legal presents a real talk of the good, the bad and everything in between. For all things business and construction law, whether it's navigating a dispute, the QBCC, or guidance on a contract, we give you a rundown of some of the do's and the don'ts. These are digestible chats on topics that you might hear in our office of an afternoon. Daunting? Not anymore. Here's law clarified. Well, hi everyone, old listeners, new listeners, Um, welcome to Owner's Hour. In this season, we're going to cover um, things that we think are the really important points for owners. Whether you are thinking about building a house, whether you're thinking about renovating your house, um, whether it be a small reno or a big reno, these are some important things that as an owner you should think about. So, season one, if you haven't heard it already, have check it out. Um, we focused a lot on the builders side of things and a lot of that information was important for owners but I think it's really necessary to have an owner-centric session so that's what we're going to do in this particular season, season two and with me uh, I have the lovely Kelly who is joining us Hello. for this season. Hi Kelly, how Hello. are you? Hi Marty, I'm well. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so you just recently joined Hearthstone Legal, congratulations. I did. Oh thank you, thank you, thank you for hiring me. Well we love having you on I board. I appreciate that. <laughs> and um, I've heard that this is your very first podcast. My very first podcast. Ooh, popping the podcast <laughs> cherry. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah definitely, let's see how it goes. Goes. Um So, Kel, tell our listeners a little bit about you, because okay. everyone knows a little bit about me. Yeah, okay. Um, I probably
1: should explain. We we know each other. We've known each other we, for quite some we've time. We've known each other for quite a quite a while. More than a decade. I think it's creeping up to two. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> a while. A, a while. while. Yeah. Um, so, I... I met Marty, we met, um, working at the former Building Services Authority, the building industry regulator in Queensland.
0: Back in the good old days. Back in the good
1: old days. (laughs) Now the Queensland Building and Construction Commission. Mm. That's where we met. Yeah. Um, So my background is, I am a lawyer. Yes. Uh, That was, um, you know, that's what I am. Yes. (laughs) And that's how we met. Among many other wonderful things. (laughs) Among other things. (laughs) Um i practised law for oh a, a good while mm. um, and just briefly, I started in the former Building Services Authority in their in-house legal department in my law career, worked my way up the ranks, so to speak, within the organisation. Yep. I then had a very brief stint in private practice mm. as a senior associate in a mid, mid-size law firm in Brisbane. Went back in house, uh, into the Building Services Authority, and had various roles within the organisation and its transition to the, to the current QBCC. Hmm. Um, before doing other career twists and turns,
0: yeah, taking a little side step, taking
1: a side step, and now I'm I'm back. She's I, back. I, I've I've kept my practising certificate over all that time and. Now I've come back, yeah, oh, and here we are.
0: And I can say to our listeners, I'm very excited about <laughs> the return. Oh, thank you, um, but we'll see how it goes in this podcast. It's Ooh. you know, no, just no jokes. <laughs> this is my first performance review. <laughs> okay, it is unofficially. <laughs> okay, great. So, um, you've listened to our builders episode yes. Toolbox Tuesdays, but we talked about. And this has been a plan for a while to do our owner's hour. Mm. So I think what's important to cover is today just a bit of a general chit-chat about picking a builder, things to think about. We'll then deep dive a little bit more in a, in the next episode about the contract, what to look out for, what are some tips and pitfalls. Another episode we're definitely going to cover the QBCC. Yes, yep. And, and I think you and I probably could talk for hours yes. <laughs> about the QBCC. We Only
1: because we know the structure so well. Yeah, and,
0: and I think that's a really helpful thing for our clients is we understand the mechanisms of the QBCC. Mm. And so, and the many roles that it can play Yes,
1: in a construction project. Yeah,
0: um, and some of the misconceptions I think that people have – about what it can and can't do. So we'll cover that. Um, And then we'll talk about, you know, the really sticky end of the situation. What happens if everything goes really, really bad and you you have to end up having a legal fight with Mm. your builder. Yep. Um, So that's, I guess, the rough plan. The rough plan. Yeah. So today, Kel, I know this guy. He seems to be a really (laughs) great builder. It'd be pretty cool if he built my house, right? Oh, is he your brother's cousin? Yes, he is. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Is that cool?
1: Uh, well, potentially, yes. <laughs> 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 oh look, referrals. It's how it's how things get done these days, right? It is. You know, you're at the family barbecue, or even in the workplace, um, you mention to somebody, "Oh, I'm looking at getting my kitchen renovated." And then the conversation evolves Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden your brother's cousin is in your kitchen. Amazing. Renovating your kitchen. Yeah. Um, That's how it works, you know, referrals and networks. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. That's right.
0: It can be very good.
1: You know, I I want to preface, I guess, for all of what we say, (laughs) as litigation lawyers, we only deal with the disasters. We do. When you think about the quantum the site that how much building work is being done in Queensland that there is so much going on markets are booming we only see a small part of the the works Mm. that are going on so we would only see a small percentage of the work that's being done out there and 95% of the time nothing goes wrong. That's right. And the, your brother's cousin does a stellar job and yep. there are no issues. Yeah. Um, but there you know in our experience given given how where we work and what we do, we see the disasters and when it goes wrong with your
0: brother's cousin, it goes very wrong. It really does. Yeah. And most people will have heard or be aware of the significant issues in the building industry at the moment. Mm. There was a big boom, COVID happened, lots of grants, lots of issues with supply, yes. materials, contractors, builders going into liquidation. It's it's a really complicated fabric at the moment um, and, and people would be aware of that. Uh, if I'm honest, I would be really scared, I think, in trying to make a decision about, okay, I'm going to build or renovate. Where do I even start with picking a builder? And I want to talk about that because, yep. yes, your brother's cousin might be really good. I have a friend who had their house um, very significantly renovated a couple of years ago. And the builder that they got didn't do any advertising, literally just works for um, – doctors this you know particular profession and it's doctor referral to doctor referral referral mm. that's how this builder gets his work and yep. he does great work um but my friend was like oh you know he did you know old mate my colleague doctor's house and it looks really great and he should be good i'm like Ooh. Let's just hold up. Let's let's just do some searches. Let's do a little bit of due diligence first. Um, it worked out really well, and it can, as you said, it really can. Referrals are very powerful in any mm. you know in any industry, um, but regardless of how good your mate's house look looks after the job is done. We still recommend that you do some checks for yourself. Absolutely, just do the
1: checks. And I've just had this thought: is your brother's cousin also just your cousin? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. <laughs> someone
0: can quite possibly. Yeah, someone quite possibly he <laughs> just and let us know. <laughs>
1: I'm like, I'm not quite sure that family tree works.
0: Considering I don't even have a brother, I'm not even <laughs> sure who this person is. I don't is. have a
1: brother either.
0: <laughs> anyway. Anywho,
1: back so, to the point. That's yes, right. we would recommend, absolutely recommend doing some research. Yes. In, lawyers will talk about due diligence, but it's research, checking, yep. you know, the, the finan- just the financial av- investment alone mm-hmm. in a renovation project or a new build It's significant. Mm -hmm. Um, A kitchen renovation is a significant financial investment, let alone the emotional one. Yes. Um, So please, please, please spend some time doing some research.
0: Absolutely. Um, And it's not hard. It's not hard. The internet
1: gives you access to so much information. I
0: know. Just do a Google search. QBCC, check that they're licensed. That's a good start. QBCC license search. Google search, as you've said, product reviews, reviews of the builder. There's lots of Facebook pages about certain builders. Yeah. Now, some of that and some of those comments and reviews have to be taken with a grain of salt. They should be meted, yes. I always uh, The analogy I think of is if I go on holidays, I'm looking at places to stay. I might look at, you know, we're going to Tasmania soon. I might look at some Airbnbs and I'll look at some of the one or two star ratings. Say, so, you know, what this looks really lovely. What's the problem? Ah, oh, ah oh, there was crinkles in the sheet. Okay. If you're complaining about crinkles in the sheets, I'm not going to take any notice mm. of your review. You know there's people yeah. who have very high expectations. So, every review that you read, good and bad, you should just take it with the, take it for face value. Read it exactly. If you read a review, stumble across a news
1: article, stumble acro- across a blog or a chat or a Facebook group or a page that discusses the builder that you're looking to use, mm. I recommend talking to the builder about that. Yeah, get their perspective on it. If Absolutely. there's something in the review that you know you want, you want to ask. Mm. Um, you know, when you look at it from the builder's perspective, they're trying to operate a successful and profitable business. Yes, most yeah. business owners would say perhaps that they accept that there'll be a, a small percentage of customers or clients that they just don't satisfy, mm. um, and that's the reality of operating a business. Um, if you come across a piece of information about a builder that you're looking to use that raises questions for you. Ask them about it. Mm. People, business owners, leaving aside you know the context that we're speaking, the building and construction industry, business owners want to run a successful business. They will want to talk about their reviews. Yes. They'll want to explain the situation. Um, and I would think they wouldn't shy away from that. Absolutely. Someone yeah. who's doing their research, someone who is wanting to ask questions – They'll want to engage with a conversation about that, mm. I would think. Yeah. Uh, and if they shut down and block you off, that might be a red flag.
0: Yeah. And, and that brings us to the red flag issue. Mm. We talked in um, the Toolbox Tuesday series about mm. the fact that entering into a contract with a builder – it's like a it's like a new relationship. Mm. A- and you treat it that way. It's exciting, you know, you get caught up in the the pretty pictures on their website and things like that. And it's very much a new relationship. But you want that relationship to be open and honest and transparent. And I think one of the really important things is looking at how the particular builder you're thinking about engaging responds to those negative or or not so glowing reviews Mm. if it's completely ignoring it I mean that might be that might not say anything it might say something yeah but if they approach that with a you know dear Dave thank you so much for your review we're sorry that you had this experience and you know there's some sort of response that is constructive I think that's important and you're absolutely right. Ask about those things just like in a new relationship. You have to have difficult conversations this about… This is suddenly a dating advice yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but the analogy is… Absolutely. …is appropriate. You have it, to ask it, those things. You have to be
1: comfortable with the person who's going to be building your house or
0: in your house. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be comfortable. That's exactly with them. right. And if they can't answer your questions to your satisfaction, then maybe that is a red flag. Maybe. And you should trust your gut. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Because as you say, this person potentially is going to be in your house for a period of time. For a period of
1: time. They're going to be in your space. You need to be comfortable with who's in your space. Yeah. I,
0: I think. I think so too. Or they're going to be responsible for building the house of your dreams. Mm. Which can very quickly turn into a house of nightmares. It, it can.
1: It can. Yeah. So, Certainly in our experience, yeah. we see the nightmares. Yes. It's, it's really
0: unpleasant. It is. And look, no one ever engages us because they had a great time with their builder. They love their house. Yeah, we don't see those. We, well, we <laughs> never hear about that. No. <laughs> um, no. So, yeah, I, I think those things are really important. Do some searching. Look at some reviews. Ask some questions. questions talk about things with the builder up front, express the concerns that you might have and, and just sit with those answers and trust your gut if it feels right. Mm. Um, You know, I'm not talking about any sort of, you know, um hippie sort of stargazing stuff when I say, you know, let it sit with you and see if it feels right. But you get a feel for these things. You do. You do. The other
1: thing I would say just... As an extension to that too is if you're – like really ask yourself what you expect from your builder or your tradesperson mm. around communication with you and you will have some expectations whether you're conscious of them or not. Yes. you will eat, And when I say expectations, I mean things like, well, I actually expect my builder to give me regular updates mm. on my build yep. or my renovation – Okay, I expect that. How frequently do I expect those updates? Mm. How do I expect to receive them? Like asking yourself yourself those kinds of questions and flushing out those kinds of expectations and having a conversation about that with the builder up front – will really help to minimise the risk of miscommunication and upset down the track. Yeah, absolutely. Be be honest about that. And the builder might come back and say, well, I actually can't update you every day
0: Mm. because
1: I'm managing 10 building projects and I I, I just cannot do that. But a compromise might be, if you have any concerns, send me an email and I'll respond within 24 hours. Mm. Like you can have those conversations. Yes. Flush out those expectations, get them clear early mm. it could save you tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars down the track and time and emotional energy mm. as well yep um we'll, we'll probably say this a couple of times throughout this this series but building disputes are caused the primary if not sole cause of building disputes are miscommunications i 100% there is, agree there is an unmet expectation a misunderstanding or a miscommunication at a point mm-hmm. and if that is not identified, managed, resolved, that's how a dispute happens.
0: Yeah. Similar it, to our fight in a relationship. Exactly, <laughs> yes. Where both parties are too stubborn to raise it, yes. brush it under the carpet. Before long, that carpet has a huge big lump, lump in it. <laughs> <laughs> and you end up having to call a lawyer and yeah. that's i mean that's what we're here for that's yep. what we do but but that's what we do we resolve misunderstandings
1: yeah miscommunications we iron out expectations we that's, get get that, things back on track that's what we do yes yep um hopefully without too much expense time or emotional
0: energy expended yes but sometimes it is the case that the dispute has either gone too far or the parties can't come back they can't come back yeah sometimes the trust is just they need to divorce loss and yeah yeah it is essentially <laughs> that's how it goes mm-hmm. um i think another really important thing and this is re- i mean this is always relevant but i think it's really relevant now especially given the climate the increases Again, a lot of people probably, probably heard in the um, news about builders asking for tens of thousands of dollars to complete the home because costs have gone up, those mm-hmm. sorts of things. Budget is a really, yes. really important thing unless – and I've said this before – unless you have a secret money tree in your backyard where it, it doesn't matter how much the build costs, you just don't care – then you need to be really aware of money. Yes. And I've spoken to a couple of clients about this just recently saying, okay, you're about to enter into a contract for X amount of dollars, but here are some of the pressure points where that contract sum can actually increase. A- and it can increase much more than you expect for various reasons, which we'll talk about in a couple of episodes. Mm. But budget's really important. You really need to be clear about your budget envelope. Mm. Um, and...
1: I'm a conservative person naturally. Like my risk threshold is – I'm not a risky person. (laughs) I'm afraid of heights. (laughs) But um, if I were to build or renovate a home, I would be very clear about my budget envelope and I would also expect there to be some kind of overrun. Mm. Either way, either under or over, but probably over, given my nature as a person. And – Um, I would recommend that um, if you are looking at building or renovating, that you have a clear budget and you also do some – this is going to sound – I'm not sure how this is going to sound, but like scenario testing. What happens if the build period is longer than you think? Mm -hmm. If you're renting somewhere else while your home is being built, can you carry the cost of – paying additional rent for six months if the project overruns. Exactly. What are you going to do if you can't move in Yep. on the date in the contract that says is the date for handover? Mm. What are you going to do? Um, and do some of that thinking. Yep. Um, how can I carry these costs if the tiles that I want suddenly double in price? Yep. Like what are you going to do? Yeah. Where are you going to get the funds for that? Yes. Do you have a plan for that? Um. Hopefully, you never need to execute those Plan Bs, but it's really sensible to think about those Plan Bs and to expect time to run over and budget to run over. Yes, and what does that mean for you? Yeah,
0: and I think too, um, there's language that is used in the in the building industry. And one of them, which I think is quite problematic, is the term fixed price contract. Mm-hmm. It's it's embedded in legislation. It's used a lot in advertising. We understand as lawyers that that doesn't mean that that's the contract price and that's it. But I think sometimes that can be confusing and people think, oh, I'm paying $400,000 for this product, but don't understand that um, or, or haven't turned their mind to the fact that tiles can sometimes cost more mm. or you might not want that tile anymore you might want something different or that vanity doesn't quite look right you want to upgrade a little bit those are all things that can suddenly start yeah. to really really add up they so I, I think the term fixed price contract um really could do with a little bit more explanation a, a, and that's we'll go into that again in a, in another couple of episodes because I think that's something that there needs to be a bit more education about and, mm. and really what does that actually mean? What does that mean? Yeah and it, and that's a budget consideration as well I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so if your budget is 70000 and your
1: contract is 70000 your fixed price contract yep. is $70,000, know, you just really want to be clear that the project's probably not gonna be seventy thousand. That's right. And there are some risks and there you are need risks.
0: to reality test those mm. or scenario test them as Scenario you
1: said. test them, reality test them. Think that
0: think those scenarios through. Yeah. And can I just say and I guess wrapping up, we're not suggesting listeners that you shouldn't renovate or you shouldn't build because it's really scary and it's going to go straight down the toilet. That's not what we're saying at all. These projects are exciting. They can be really successful. We're just suggesting that you take a pause, do your homework, think about these things before you sign on the dotted line um, and possibly even consider getting some advice, which Mm. we'll talk about in in the next episode. Be excited.
1: Be informed. Yes. Be educated. Yeah. Be
0: cautiously excited.
1: Cautiously excited. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps the same as you were
0: feeling before this first podcast. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But Kelly, guess what? You've made it. Have I
1: made it through to my first episode? You made
0: it through the first episode. Oh my goodness. Time goes fast when you're having fun, hey? It goes really fast when you're having fun. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me. Oh, You'll be here for episode two. I will, uh, where we will be touching on the contract and Ooh. some tips and pitfalls. This is where we get to do the lawyering. Yes. Yeah, so we get get into it a little <laughs> bit more. Okay. So awesome. and thanks everyone. We'll um, see you on our next episode of Owners Hour. Thank you. Bye. Bye.